0: welcome to my silent hill nightmare welcome to the cub cougar podcast everyone this is the cub Cooker supernatural podcast if you've never met me before my name is jacob cougar but my friends call me cub and you should call me cub too every day on this podcast we explore faith spirituality and the paranormal realm that we all exist in simultaneously every day And we call that The Supernatural. So uh, if you've never joined us before, you're in for a treat. We get into some deep stuff during this podcast. Uh, We are in the middle of October right now in the Halloween season. So I'm doing a deeper dive than normal into some of the macabre, some of uh, more horror genre. Uh, We're talking about some scary movies. We're talking about ghosts. We're going to be talking about... Uh, Even some cryptids this week, uh, like Sasquatch, Skinwalkers, stuff like that. Uh, However, next month, we're going to be moving more into energy work with the energies in our bodies. We're going to be talking uh, more about emotion and gratitude and manifesting. So we get to talk about a lot of cool different things like that on this show, specifically because it's based around faith, spirituality, and the paranormal. I was raised within the Bible Belt. I was raised within a biblical household, Uh, have an extensive background in biblical studies, uh, but I've also been very spiritual my whole life and I've always had different questions that couldn't be answered by the religious systems that I was raised in. However, um, we welcome everyone here. We are not, this is not a uh, inherently religious channel. Uh, We have people of all different religious backgrounds, different orientations, Uh, different relationship status, uh, different uh, skin colors and ethnicities. Uh, It doesn't matter who you are. You're welcome here as long as you're here in love and light, seeking the authentic reality, a higher form of yourself, a higher version of yourself, uh, and a better reality for everyone on this planet. Um, That's what we're here doing, right? Like that's the real work. We've got a ton of incredible people within this community, uh, from light workers and starseeds uh, to people that work within uh, the spiritual realms to people that work more on an intellectual basis to people that experience paranormal every single day to people that are uh, biblically trained way more than I am. So uh, we've got a really cool community here. Literally, we have pastors, atheists, agnostics, new agers, uh all kinds of cool people here. So, we're we just love the eclectic mix that we have. Uh so as you guys join today, like I said, welcome. I'm going to be talking about my Silent Hill Nightmare. I just thought shot. I just shot 13 videos today uh in a whole series that I call my Silent Hill Nightmare. This is a video series I did not want to do, by the way. I had no desire to do this video series because these are dreams that I had from the time the movie Silent Hill came out, which I'm not even sure when it came out. I need to look that up. I should have done that uh, before I did the podcast today, but, you know, preparedness. That's that's what we're about here. Uh, so Konami is the maker of the Silent Hill video game series. If you've never heard of that series... Uh, it's been around for quite a long time, um, since the early days of PlayStation, PlayStation two, um, you know, lots of different characters in it, lots of different storylines. However, they made a movie out of silent Hill. Um, and let's see, when was the movie made silent Hill film was made in 2006. Okay. So since 2006, when I saw this movie, I've had uh, nightmares about it. Now, these nightmares were not caused by the movie. Let me just be clear about that. I, the movie is actually uh, quite quite a good psychological thriller. It's got a really good exploration of the existential realms of existence. Um, it's got some great twists in it. And then it pays homage to, of course, the video game characters. So... Personally, I thought it was a pretty cool. Abel, come here. Abel. There, the dogs go. I, I should have locked the door. So, um, hold on, just a second, guys. on, come on. Go, go, go on. Okay, we got him out. We got him out. My apologies, guys. I promise we're going to get a proper studio one of these days. I'm going to have an assistant. We'll be able to do this without interruptions and trains and all the BS going on here. So I apologize, but thank you for sticking around for this. Um, And I love my babies, but uh, just like normal people need child care, I need pet care during the day. So um, Silent Hill 2006 psychological horror film directed by Christopher Gans. Uh, and written by Roger Avery so like I said the artistry of the film I thought was phenomenal and and I was a big fan of the film when it came out it inspired a lot of artwork that I did Um, but again sometime after the film came out it started morphing into these really weird dreams that I was having these dreams were and this is where it gets deep guys so if you've ever joined my podcast you know I get deep and I'm going to get deep today Um, as someone who has always sought to please God, it does not mean that I was always perfect. I've made mistakes my entire life. I still make mistakes. Um, as someone who has always tried to please God and was raised biblically, I had a lot of fear of judgment of God and I held myself to a high standard, which I always fell away from no matter what I tried to do. In fact, to the point of, Being so addicted to alcohol for a good portion of my life. I started drinking uh, before I turned 18. I started uh, doing other substances before then. Moved out of my parents' house around 17, 18, somewhere in there. Uh, I think it was 17. That's been a while ago. Uh, Went out on my own. Of course, partied a lot. Um, Tried to find who I was. And understand this whole thing and there was a night when after partying with some of these substances multiple times and having good experiences with them I started having really negative experiences that's when I realized hell is real the devil is real um, if that world can exist uh, w- doing the same things that I was doing to experience heaven then both realms had to exist. And so that's when I started talking to God again. This was around 18, 19 years old, maybe. Um, really, really eye-opening time for me. That's when all the things I learned in church came flooding back to me. That's also when all the questioning started. Now, you might say, well, you had questioning before then. Well, sure, I had questioning before then, but this was when it really, like the existential questions really set in I started at that time uh, trying to quit all the substances I was using. Then I moved from that into just plain drinking with friends all the time. And while friends might drink on the weekends, I turned it into a daily habit. This went on from the time certainly when I was 21 uh, till about the time I was 30, I think I quit when did I quit I've been I've been off alcohol for seven years now I believe so it was a long time when I was I was every day and let me be be very clear that it was it was trying to kill me whatever it was Uh, Scott says you sound like a quitter absolutely absolutely. Uh, it's also why I speak out against it so much now I have people within my friend and family groups that still can't quit Um, and and I absolutely love them there's like literally no judgment I see what it can do to you and I see what the hold is and I see how deceptive it is this all ties into my silent hill nightmare by the way I was literally building a prison for myself, literally building a mental, spiritual, physical, and energetic hold. Earlier I talked about the four types of yoga. Your mind, your thoughts, your actions, what you do. Actions being prayer too, your prayer life. My prayer wasn't gratitude and thankfulness, it was God please. God, I'm suffering. God, what's going on? God, I I just want to have, I just want to be happy. When that's all you care about and you're just trying to be happy where you're not miserable, you're just trying to not feel sick every day. That's a whole different headspace to be in than this whole headspace of everything's light and love and oneness. Because guys, I, I have literally gone through hell and back to get to where I am now. And I promise you, there's people that watch this that knew me when that go, oh, whatever, you weren't addicted. You're such a baby, whatever. Like I get it guys, but nobody knew how addicted I was. Nobody knew how tortured I was except for me. And by the way, that's the same thing with you and everyone else. Uh, Hillbilly says, I was a youth pastor until I studied the Bible and religion. Absolutely absolutely. And so while I finally, finally got away from this, these deeper, darker places that I was. And by the way, to my friend groups at the time from my teens on through my twenties, everybody thought Cub is fun. He's funny. He's chill. He always has a good attitude. He makes people laugh. He can be a pain in the butt, but he's fun. Everybody loves Cub, right? Like it's cool. But I'm telling you guys, there was a darkness within me that was eating me alive. And I don't want this to sound like a sermon, but I'm telling you, because there there might be something in your life like this, something that you think is helping you, that's actually creating a deeper darkness in you. And I am going to share a couple of Bible verses today um, because they're super relevant to what I'm talking about. And I'm going to talk about the three elevators in Silent Hill, the movie. If you haven't seen Silent Hill, I highly recommend watching it, especially around Halloween. I mean, it's Halloween. Come on, guys. Because you'll get a much deeper sense of what I'm talking about. All of the allegories I'm going to talk about today, everything I'm alluding to, is not necessarily meant by the filmmakers, but it's how I interpret it. By the way, that's my entire channel. I'm not here to tell you what the truth is, but I'm here to tell you what my truth is. And my truth in turn inspires a lot of people and i'm really grateful for that i'm really grateful for that um what's up tiger Sight? how are you doing beyond the scope what is up welcome roundtable 777 welcome troy hoffman what's up brother uh greg welcome how are you doing jans thank you for being here man we got a lot of people dropping in today Uh, good to be live on a, uh, what is it? A Tuesday? It's Tuesday afternoon today. Happy Tuesday, everybody. So anyway, the Silent Hill film, it follows a lady that's looking for her daughter. Her daughter had, and I'm, spoiler alert, if you're going to watch it. So, uh, I am talking from memory, so I may get some of this wrong, but there's a woman, her daughter is gone. And her and her husband are trying to find her daughter, and so they go out. yeah, the game is wild, Troy, yeah, I know, I can't play the game, guys, like the game is too much for me. The movie is great, it's still haunting, but the game i can't I can't go there. You guys that can play the game there's people that have finished the game, and i can't I can't do it. It's just terrifying to me. uh Silent Hill is one of the best psychological thrillers out there in my opinion because it It really strikes a nerve when it comes to existentialism. Uh, It's pretty wild. So, yes, the game, so many jump scares. Uh, That's a scary film. I really didn't understand it. Well, great, Letty. Uh, This is a great episode for you. I'm going to give you my interpretation of the film. There's three different realms that the film is in and how this ties into all my addiction and everything. And, by the way, there's people out there that struggled with addiction way worse than me, struggled with, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff uh that I didn't, so thank God, luckily, God got me out you know before it it physically literally did destroy my life uh it even pushed me to the point of considering taking my own life as as awful as that is to say there was one particular night I remember that just had me so upset that I was without any hope, I was void of life, I was done. And I don't like talking about this, guys. I didn't want to do this because this is something personal to me. But I made a commitment to you guys to bring you guys something real every day. So here I am talking about this because I was just inspired to do it today. Uh, I'm even sitting different today because it makes me uncomfortable. I don't like talking about this. But, you know, I had myself in a pretty deep, dark hole pretty deep dark hole and it didn't help that I was you know trying to find healing in all of this by pushing myself into religious systems that were outwardly welcoming me but really the messages kept condemning me and I you know maybe I was not hearing the message right maybe I was interpreting it wrong but I just never felt really accepted Now, flash forward to when I had the blessing and privilege to work in a church for six years, I was able to do uh, different forms of ministry, including media ministry. Um, I got to, you know, kind of enter a different level of my faith by actually working in my faith. And um, by working in my faith, That's when a lot of these dreams shifted from the elevator, which I'm about to talk about, to the staircase. So this is one of the versions of the elevator. Now, in the movie, there's three elevators, three different versions uh, of reality. There is the physical matrix that everyone lives in, that one of the main timelines takes place in. There's what's called the mist, or what I consider the spiritual realm. It's a spiritual plane where you can almost see into both realms. It's kind of an in between limbo place uh even the poster has the lady walking into uh the mist um and it's really uh Sean Bean is in it by the way, so again, great you know it's got a really good cast, really solid cast um but the mist is kind of this medium that floods everything and I propose that the mist has the ability to go towards the hell dimension or towards the heaven dimension. And I use those not in a religious terms, but in the decay and separation from God and hope or the light and the ascension and the moving on from this plane of existence. So Uh, You have the mist which is that in-between realm and we don't ever visit heaven the heavenly realms in this movie We we only go towards the demonic or the hell realm and there's a siren that rings out During this movie and once the mist is there then the siren can ring out and then everything starts peeling away out of that mist and it starts to reveal this decay and a lot of rust and red and even gore kind of underneath one of the things i liked about this movie is i grew up doing set design and lighting design for theatrical productions in various different places and it it inspired me the set designers for this they had a whole documentary like an hour long after the movie on the dvd i had the dvd back when those were a thing and i watched this over and over and over how they did all the sets on this and just the paint techniques and the lighting and you know, And I love stuff like that, whether it's the Haunted Mansion or Silent Hill or uh, Disneyland Castle or whatever it is. I love environments and the idea of creating environments. That's why I love doing this podcast, and that's why we do these backgrounds every day. And I use the AI software. I can't rebuild a set, but I love having the atmosphere of what I'm talking about in the background. And so you've got three different realms, and I'm going to go through and kind of show you guys the different variations of said realms right now. So, um, we have the, what I'm calling the elevator. Then we have the elevator, which is in the mist, um, kind of in the, um, where it's real foggy and blue. And then you move into the red decay area. But before that there's an elevator and I don't have a picture of it here. Again, these are all AI. These are not actually from a movie. These are, I created using an AI software. Um, but you know, you have the, the mist elevator, um, which again, I propose has the ability to go towards the heavenly realms or raise up the chakras or go towards the lower vibrations down into the area devoid of God. Right. Um, and then, you know, so literally I think in one scene, it does transform from this misty view of it with the blue and green to, this the the decay and why is that important because again there's one realm where there is a certain set of characters they're looking for another set of characters the next set of characters including the the woman playing the lead is in the mist and then the daughter they're looking for is often in this realm and so there's like three different planes of existence like i said spoilers i won't tell you how the movie wraps up i won't give away that type of spoiler but i do i had to administer the three realms here for the purpose of what we're talking about one of the things in the hell realm is these terrifying zombie nurses uh and again this is an ai representation but they have their faces all bandaged they um will move towards you Uh, if the light is not shining on them, but if you shine the light on them, they'll curl back up and kind of freeze. Absolutely terrifying. Really similar to the undead in the Legend of Zelda game that I played as a kid, Ocarina of Time in the Shadow Temple. This is for all the gamers out there. I'm not a big gamer, but Zelda's my jam. I love Zelda. I named my dog Zelda, so there you go. Um. So that these things, you know, they unfold and they come at you. And then if you shine light on them, they fold back up. Really similar with these nurse things. Again, you see in the allegories here, the light, the nurses, then they, you know, they're supposed to heal you, but they're trying to come and and suck the life out of you, really. You know, you've got an elevator, which is supposed to be for ascension, but rather it's taking you down underground instead of up above the ground, which... Most of us take elevators to go above the ground. Obviously, some people that work in research facilities go down. But most of us are are trying to go up with elevators. Just, again, kind of breaking the laws of, uh, you know, what we understand to be true about the elevation rather than elevating its descending. Um, So, again, we're going to get into esoteric things in this. So, Centralia, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania is absolutely beautiful. Here's some AI images of it. Um, Beautiful in the fall. I wanted some fall images, so that's what I told it to give me. But Centralia, Pennsylvania is actually a town that used to have thousands of people in it, and now there's only a handful. I think that the last census was like five people or something still holding out there. Literally, there are coal fires burning in the coal mines underneath the city to the point where even some roads are melted and cracked because of it, because of the heat and the toxic fumes. Uh, This is a cool AI image that did a great job and pulled from, I'm sure, some information from the actual photographs kind of showed how the roads broken up. You can go look it up. There's even a little mini doc on YouTube about it. Really cool. Uh, idea, But the movie really took a lot of inspiration with the idea that the coal fires are burning under the town of Silent Hill as they are in Centralia, Pennsylvania. And then that breeds uh, the energy background for the realms to collide here. So uh, and then you end up with the multiple round elevators and then obviously all the demonic entities coming forth. Uh, There's another picture from one of the road scenes with people walking down it. Um, So how does the elevator become a staircase and then become a crawl space in my dreams? And what does it represent? It's taken me years to figure this out. And I hope that this helps you guys. If you're struggling with anything, maybe you've had demonic dreams. Maybe you've had creepy dreams or night terrors or anything like that. This might help you decode your own dreams. I can't decode your dreams. Nobody can decode them for you. Your psyche will tell you if you ask it enough. God will God will tell you. Whatever you want to consider it will give you the answers. And sorry about the pounding at the door. That's just what my dog is going to do during this. So uh, it's either that or the barking but your psyche will give you the answers that's one of the beautiful things about the way god made us is like those answers are there they're within us somewhere so how do we access them you know hold on All right, I put her in a different room. We'll see if she stays. So sorry, guys. Thank you for being with me, though. Okay, so getting back to it. I need pause music when I do that. Getting back to it. You've got an elevator, a staircase, and a crawl space. For me, guys, let me just get to the chase. This represented my hell that I put myself in. You have one you've put yourself into there's been people recently in my circles that have exited life on their own accord because they couldn't deal with the hell that was created and i'm not saying anything against anyone like that but i'm telling you guys i was at that point from this hell that i created where i just didn't know if i wanted to live anymore and i'm here because god needed me for something I'm here because I finally realized I want to do something. I want to live. I want to build life and beauty. I don't want to take from this planet. I want to give to it. And that's why this message is hard for me to do today. And by the way, there's something that doesn't want this message out. The enemy, and I mean the enemy by the Satan. I'm not talking about the biblical one. I'm talking about the spiritual one, the one that that is that is ancient and has been here since the beginning of time. That old dragon that you hear about. Whatever you want to call him, whatever you want to envision him as, not the little pitchfork devil, but I'm saying the one that that runs this matrix. I'm not talking about you know, any of the constructs out there. I'm talking about the actual All of this that only takes life from you being operated by this entity. And if you know my matrix theory videos, you understand what I'm talking about. And I get to the point where it's laughable and it's frustrating that every time I try to drop a video like this that has so much truth in it, so much love from my heart, something, it could be somebody's showing up at the door here ringing the doorbell trying to sell something it could be the train going by it could be my phone ringing it could be the internet going out it could be the dogs acting up whatever it is there's something every day and it's not every day but it's whenever i have this deeper message to share it's just like it's it's this like law of gravity almost that as i ascend something's going to come down to try to interrupt that message while i'm spitting it out here and this is a really important message for everyone anyone who has struggled anyone who's looking to try to escape their own personal hell that they've built because no one else has built it for you that's one of the biggest common misconceptions christ came to teach us to transcend the physical matrix he taught us how to live in the world and not of the world And so we know how to do it, but nobody practices it. And I certainly didn't. I was looking for a sky god to come down and rescue me rather than looking at that path, that so small path that is within me. The reason that path is narrow is because we all have to clear out our own BS before that path can be clearly seen. That's the hard work. Why does Christ say, go home, sell everything, give the money to the poor and follow me? Because it's work. Because you do have to give up stuff. It's not the, just keep living the way you are and everything's going to be okay. Like, it takes work. And a lot of people, if you're like me, it's not like you were, you know, a part of, some crime organization and you have to like get out of that first and then, you know, then go and get baptized and then go and get saved and all this stuff. It's like, you've always tried to live a good life. You've made stupid mistakes, but you've tried to live a good life. You, you love God. You want to make him happy. You want to please him, but somehow you found yourself deeper and deeper and deeper in this sort of spiritual debt, if you will. And that was me. And I wish I could tell you how I got there. But it was one day at a time, one lie at a time that I bought. And when you buy something or buy into something, it costs you something. And again, the movie Silent Hill did nothing to me. Other than give me imagery on which to project an emotional and an energetic issue that I had what is that emotional and energetic issue that is what I talked about with the karmas you know it started with my thoughts my thoughts turned into my emotions my emotions caused me to do things like drink all the time smoke sometimes two packs a day to the point where I thank God I can breathe and I haven't smoked forever so thank God for that In fact, it's been over 10 years now since I've had one of those. Thank God. Again, this is really hard for me to talk about, guys, because it it could have been who I was for the rest of my life. And here's the deal. There's still people that I know that live that way. And again, no judgment on them, but I know what kind of hell that is. I know where that elevator goes and what I love about this movie is that you do have the physical matrix but you have the ability to transcend it there is that mist plane where you could theoretically go towards the light and the mist would clear and things would be even more beautiful than they are in the physical reality but then there's also the darkness and of course the lead in this had to go find her daughter in the darkness and in the decay and in the demonic realm course that's the premise of the movie i'm not and, and that's what i'm saying we don't have to do that but often we do that trying to find something we feel that we've lost by going into places and in our psyches and our hearts with our actions with our thoughts that we shouldn't go and that lead us deeper and deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole so you have this Elevator in the movie and like I said in my dreams finally it transformed into a staircase that staircase This was always associated with a deep 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 feeling of despair with me Even at times when I was by all intents and purposes living righteously you know going to church even working within a church Trying to avoid sin, trying to eat right, exercise, like all the things, all the things they say that you'll live well and balanced and happy and joyful and, you know, run from sin, and read your Bible and all this stuff. And guys, I did it. I'm telling you, I did it. And I'm still having these terrifying dreams. And I I remember asking God over and over, like, why? And pardon my language, why the hell am I having these dreams? because they're disturbing and I'm tired of having them. I'm like, what, what does this represent? And they finally stopped in 2020 and I'm gonna tell you exactly why here in just a minute. So it went from an elevator to a staircase and pardon my thought process on this because these dreams were vast and I'm not talking about having them once or twice, I'm talking about having them multiple times a year for the better part of 10 years almost like a lot a lot and this descent into the darkness was always associated with the deepest feeling of despair and hopelessness and separation from god it was it was not only terror it was a deep 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 sadness beyond beyond a A depressed state of existence an actual outer darkness no tears could be cried for that state of existence again why am I having these dreams I feel like you know I had spent a lot of time trying to recover and heal and grow and follow God and understand him and his uh, the, the word of God as we call it here in the West, Texas. Uh, the Bible. Trying to understand all this stuff. And here I am. I went from an elevator taking me down into hell really quickly. With that horrible feeling. And the elevator doors opening. And these demonic nurses are trying to attack me. And all manner of other creatures too these are just the main iconography from the movie but there's a pyramid head thing which I had a picture of but I don't have it on this iPad that was there too trying to attack me all of these things so how did I go from that to the staircase the staircase took some more intentional thought to walk down it into the darkness But then that staircase one day turns into a crawl space. Now what does the crawl space represent? Well, you had to actually peel up the boards from the ground to crawl down into the darkness. Well, that's a lot more work than even the stairs. And I'm telling you, I didn't realize the meaning of these dreams until today. Let me just be honest. Today was the day as I started making the video series about this to explore it and while pontificating this video series i uncovered why i had these dreams and why they stopped so the elevator will quickly take you up and down and oftentimes we create these patterns these scripts for our lives through uh all of our different i talked about the different yogas you don't have to look at them as yogas But you can look at them just as parts of our life. It's your thoughts, your actions, your emotions, and your energies, all of which should be in unity towards love and light, service to your neighbor, loving yourself too, by the way. But unfortunately, all of us normally have ours going in different directions. It's real easy to have our thoughts and emotions line up. But then oftentimes our actions don't match those. Or our actions will affect our thoughts and emotions and then we never think about our energy centers. We never think about that especially in the west. That's not even a thing on our plate. We we might get the three thoughts, actions and emotions, but we certainly don't. We don't treat, we don't build up, we don't corroborate or even acknowledge the existence of our energetic output. And I'm not talking about the actions you do. I'm talking about your actual focused energies, your spiritual energies, your electrostatic, your electromagnetic your heart energies, like all of the things that come from your body and create your life force within you. We don't think about that. But it's real easy once you do things wrong long enough with all of these parts of yourself and you do things that tear them down rather than build them up or put them darkness in darkness rather than light. So for me, drinking was something that put me mentally in darkness. I would feel sluggish the next day. Oftentimes, I would miss work. I would be hungover a lot. I got sick a lot. My immune system was lowered. My thoughts were not positive the next day. Even, you know, while I might write a cool song or make a cool piece of artwork or something while I was drinking, I would often do activities with it because I was creative and I didn't know how to let that out until I would have enough alcohol. And then I would want to create something and then I would crash and fall asleep. And then the next day I would be worthless. That's a really unhealthy way to live. And you can ask my wife, I did this while we were married for the better part of three, almost four years of marriage. That's not very healthy for a wife that expects attention love and commitment and involvement conversation from a husband and when you don't even want to run an errand with your wife because you just want to sit there and drink and stare at the wall or watch youtube on your phone which i often did because i'm thinking and i'm creating and i'm working on a business on the side while i'm trying to work a regular job and i had my reasons we all do right Like I had my reasons. And I was a functioning one for sure. But it was killing me from the inside out. Not just physically. It was killing my thoughts. My emotions. And my energies. You get where I'm going with this. The elevator we build. We tell it where to go. Using all of these four technologies that are built into our bodies built into our existence more or less we program it where to go we give the script for it it's why christ literally taught us how do you live in the world but not of the world how to program that elevator to go to the right places rather than just down into a perpetual spiral well then eventually it became the staircase Right around the time, I was a lot more involved in my religion. And again, respect and love to all religions. We don't care what religion, race, orientation you are here. Here in love and light, you're welcome. And so I mean this out of love and respect to, especially, you know, the kind of the West Texas evangelical religious bent that we have around here. I mean that in respect because there's some good people in that. But as a whole, for me, all it did was While I didn't have the elevator to just quickly go into that dark place and I was trying a lot more to moderate, I was trying a lot more to live a better life, trying a lot more to be a better person, I still had access to the stairs. And while I had to walk down many, many flights of stairs to get to the darkness, it was still there and I could still see it when I looked down and I could still feel that feeling and know what was down there. Know the entities that want to literally suck the life out of you. So this episode deals with our energy centers a lot more than you think it does. This isn't just about your psychology or your psyche. Not your psychology, your psyche. Your thoughts, your emotions, your actions. But this deals a lot with the energy because once you're down there, your energy is literally zapped out. If you've ever heard the term energy vampire there's some people like that that we we've all had in our lives before where you're around them long enough and they just suck the energy out of you i'm just saying i've been that to other people too i know i've been that because i can be annoying to be hard to get along with especially back then So I still had access to the staircase. I hope you're asking yourself the questions as I talk about this. What's my elevator? What's my staircase? And by the way, what's my crawl space? Because now not only am I involved in my religion, more believing it, going to church, trying to find God. But now I end up working within that religious system, which was, was a wonderful blessing. I'm not saying it wasn't. But I'm saying that I'm still having these dreams while I'm working within the system. I'm actually serving in this system and really deepening my faith and my joy and really enjoying what I'm doing, by the way. But then I kept having these dreams and instead of the staircase, it was now a crawl space. It was now wooden planks or a stone uh, cover that I had to slide away from like a square opening where you could see down into the crawl space and I knew there was a stairs and catacombs and I would go down and explore a little bit and I could feel that, that horrible feeling from down below all the while telling myself, don't go any further, go back out. And as I'm trying to go back out, I feel like I'm moving slow and I feel like I'm trapped and I can't. And like, you know, what does that sound like guys? I mean, I, I think you guys are getting the allegory here and you for sure have an allegory as to what this means for your life. I can't tell you what it means, but I can tell you what it means for me. And for me, I know what's down there at the bottom. When you're ready to end your life and you you're ready to drink yourself to death and there's something in you uh you know, I don't want to get into demonology here, but I certainly believe there was some entity that kept wanting me to drink every night until I dropped dead from it. And I hope I can say this on a public forum TikTok and all these other places because I mean this as a means to help people This is my story coming out here. This is my story of My walk towards the light to finally start healing personally and loving myself instead of hating myself And there's a lot of people that need to do that today a lot of people need to board up the elevator But know that you'll still have a staircase. And a lot of people need to board up the staircase and know that there's always a crawl space. Once you board up the crawl space, there might be a crack in the floor that you still have to patch. And it's not about just out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to look at it. It's about actual ascension from that and wellness from it and loving yourself. So I hope this makes sense. There we go. We got more barking. I want to read a verse too real quick before I end this. If thine eye be single, the whole body is full of light. Christ said this, by the way. Thine eye be single, the whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great, some translations say deep, is that darkness. This verse is the allegory for my dreams, for my Silent Hill hell that I've experienced for the better part of almost 10 years as I went from being a young, stupid man trying to figure out what life is about and self-destruct, trying to self-destruct me and my marriage and my business and everything... Was I consciously doing it every day? No. Was I just a puppet for a demon? No. Was there a little bit of all of that going on? Yeah, I believe so. And I love this verse about, I believe it's about the third eye. A lot of people believe it's about uh, your your vision spiritually being unified or the church being unified. Um but i believe it's literally about the third eye having it be single seeing things as they truly are not with your two physical eyes into the matrix but seeing spiritually having spiritual eyes but if it's evil and and by the way some translations say but if that eye be darkness then the whole body shall be full of darkness So what was my third eye at the time? My third eye was seeing darkness. It was seeing myself as a horrible, sinful person who I hope was making God happy, who I hope was good enough, who I hope was accepted by his friends and family, who I hope would be successful in the future, who I hope would be healthy, who I hoped would be wealthy, who I hoped could be good enough, could do enough. But my eye was darkness. That third eye was darkness because that's all I was seeing. By the way, that law, that old law, that old religious law—I've got a whole video on—is Yahweh the Father of Christ? And if you look into like um, the Secret Book of John, the Gnostic view, Yaldabaoth being the great dragon, the Satan, the God of this world in the same character as the yahweh character in the old testament i believe christ came to reveal a new god to us a new way of life a new divinity for us a new path to ascension i don't believe he came to corroborate the acts of the old god and i know that may strike a nerve with a lot of people watching this and much love and respect by the way and i've got a lot of people i'm friends with here on TikTok. That do believe that the God of the Old Testament is the Father of Christ. But for me, I tried to follow that God. And it tried to destroy me. And it wasn't until 2020 when I put my hand on that bike that I bought. It's still sitting right here. I still ride it. Put my hand on it and I said, God, I'll give all of this back. I want truth and I want light. And I want love and I want healing, and I'm done with all the BS and I'm done trying to build a business because that business is only leading me into the darkness still. It's still built by my hands, it's still all going the same place, even though I'm just working harder to get there rather than just fully living in, you know, like in that drinking every day and that self loathing every day. Like I was trying to respect myself, trying to be a good person, trying to go to church, trying to serve in my church, trying to build a business, trying and yeah it just became more work and so that the symbolism in my dream of descending quickly to now having to walk down the stairs to now having to crawl down there it's just more of a representation of the harder i was trying to follow the old religious law it was just more work to get to the same place and it wasn't until i put my hands on the bike and said father i'm done i want your kingdom Not the one in the clouds, not the extraterrestrial one. I want the kingdom within that I know is within me. And guys, I'm telling you, ever since then, I quit having those dreams. And ever since then, I lost a lot of friends. And ever since then, a lot of my own BS, I lost a lot of friends. And ever since then, a lot of my own BS went up in flames. And just like this fire under Centralia that's still burning to this day, there's a fire in me that's still burning in my heart. That continues to burn out anything that doesn't serve my higher good. And I'm getting better at detecting it quicker the more I align these four yogas in my life. My mindset, my emotions, my actions, my actual service to others, showing up every day and doing this, And my energies. And I start to see quickly what goes up in smoke. Versus what sticks. What solidifies. What continues to build that eternal kingdom of God within me. And within you. You guys hear. as like all the time. There's nothing going on. Nothing. My dog's sitting in the hallway in the dark barking. There's probably a lot more going on spiritually right now but I know God will take this message and I'm not talking about the Christian God or the Jewish God or the Muslim God or the Hindu God talking about the universal God talking about God, most high God of gods, the God of spirit, the God of that Christ spoke of the father that Christ spoke of the one that I wish the one that I've talked to my entire life, but tried to serve another one. I knew this God from the time I was a child. I spoke with him and I walked with him and I talked with him every day. Every day I'd play, we'd go down to this place near my house, we called it the track. Had lots of trees and there was a church behind it. I would talk to that God every day, just like a friend. I knew he wasn't physical, I knew he wasn't in front of me. Somehow I knew he was within me. And then I got programmed and I saw the elevator and I thought that was the way. I thought that would take me up to heaven and then I had the staircase and the crawl space. And then I finally realized where the kingdom is. The kingdom of God is within me and within you. I know I've missed a lot of questions, guys. I didn't even have the comments open. I normally do try to get all of the comments and I'll try to scan through them now. Thank you guys, uh, for the comments. I really appreciate it. Um, I just needed to share this today for whoever needed to hear it. If you needed to hear it, here it is. Just understand there's a world of beauty there and it takes work. It takes work. Richard says straight from Brazil. Good topic and blessings. You too, my friend. Thank you so much. Lynn says so relating. Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate it. January, 2020. I asked God to take me, uh to my new life, please show me the truth w- truth, whatever it takes oh Lynn, beautiful, beautiful, that's I mean so similar to mine, so similar, and here I am i and it 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 has been a reality shift, a quantum jump, whatever you want to call it, a new dimension of me, of my consciousness, and it's amazing. Troy says yes, thank you, thank you, Troy, for being here, my friend, Amanda says it's nice to not feel crazy that there are others that think like this, Amanda, you are welcome here, you are loved, Um, and we're all broken people looking for truth and love and life, and unfortunately, a lot of us have not found it where we thought we would, I never thought I'd have a copy of the Bhagavad Gita sitting here, and I'm finding life and love and truth in this, and I'm finding Christ in this, by the way, that's another thing is like our programming. I was talking about us needing a new script. There's a lot of things out there that can help you rescript your life. For me, I've turned towards more Eastern philosophy. And I'm telling you, I'm finding every word of Christ in it. It's pretty powerful. And then I'm starting to see how Old Testament and even the early church are just a lot of fluff around the true message. And we got a lot of people trying to justify all the Old Testament stuff with Christ and a lot of people trying to tie the new church to Christ. For me, the new church, the church in Acts, is man's representation of trying to create a new system around the truth of Christ. The Old Testament is a representation of man's system of trying to serve a God that didn't always have the best interest in mind. Had a lot of atrocities throughout the Old Testament caused by that God. Again, I could be wrong, as I say all the time, that could be the same God, but I don't, it's just not the God I've talked to since I was a kid. I even said that this morning, said, you know, I've known you since I was a kid. You've been my father, not a sky father, but an inward father. Like you're, you're just as close to me as I am. And I'm like, I just don't see this Thing that loves me and forgives me and gives me chance after chance and renewal after renewal and forgiveness after forgiveness. I just don't see that in the old Testament. That's why I've always struggled with religion. Nikki says, I hope you're proud of yourself. Sounds like a long, tough journey. Keep going. You got this. Thank you, Nikki. Uh, I really, really appreciate that. This has been tough to talk about, which is why I didn't take a lot of I didn't want to be distracted with questions today uh, just because this is my journey and it's been filled with more pain than a lot of people know, more self-loathing than most people know, more depression than most people know, more addiction than most people know. But that's why I'm here. This is my life's work because I am you and you are me and we are him. And if we can't ascend together, then we'll descend separately. That's just how I see it. So thank you for letting me share today. This was really important. And how interesting that a horror series turned into this like deep esoteric unpacking of all of these experiences that we all have, by the way. My story is your story. I know that. I know that, or I wouldn't share it. If I thought it was just unique to me, I would keep it to myself. But I know there's a lot of people listening right now that are going, dang, that's pretty close. Well, there we go. The green screen failed. I think that's TikTok's way of watermarking all of this. I don't know. The green screen failed. We'll put some more pretty pictures up there. Cause I want to end this with pretty pictures. Um, if you guys want to catch all of these episodes, by the way, um, uh, you can go find all of the official socials on c u b k u k e r. dot com, And that'll take you over to the website. It's our stand store. I've got my podcast on here. If you guys want just the audio version of the podcast, you can grab it right there. Um, all the official socials are at the top you can join our team membership. We've got some really cool stuff launching with this at the end of the month. We're going to be doing uh, a zoom meeting with everybody once a month. We've got free resources in there, private trainings that are going to be going out that just go deeper into my material, how I think, how I uh, unpack the esoteric meaning of things, how I look at life from a spiritual paranormal and uh faith based uh, platform. That's, just how I see things and a lot of you guys have asked like for more FaceTime, more, uh, more of those training type things because a lot of this that I put online I'll leave kind of open to interpretation. And while I don't intend to like start teaching, do A, B, C, and D, I do want to do more mentorship within the team membership. So right now that's nine bucks a month. This is the only time in history I'll get it for nine bucks a month. So if you're interested in supporting what we're doing, and getting all of that value, go check that out on the website. All of our merch is on there with our custom shirts, as well as my audiobook right here, and more resources on the website to just help you guys in your journey. So, you know, I really hope it helps. I hope you guys dig what I'm doing with this, um, and I hope you appreciate the unique approach to these uh, these elements that we all deal with. So, uh, especially as it's Halloween and we look at some of these you know darker concepts to still find light within all of it. So uh Locks of Coal says thanks. Um let's see. Uh Lynn says most of my life I thought I was crazy to have these questions like minds are so healing. Uh absolutely and then Lynn says I'm in the process of them all again uh beginning to present hey Lynn bless you and thank you for being here and I totally understand this is a process this is not something you end up on the other side of and completely like liberated from like it is that's what life is it's a process it's a continual process of culling through things that are valuable and things that are not valuable in your life and building up those treasures either spiritually or physically um, and that's the big reason I'm a minimalist. I love books. I would rather have the knowledge and the understanding and be able to help others than have a maserati in the garage like uh I have a jeep, and that's enough for me. I get to go have fun in that because that represents what I value. It's where my heart is out in nature, and literally it got me to the top of the mountain this weekend with my wife and my pups. We had a beautiful time. I talked more about that on this morning's episode, but uh, you can go check that out. So, Anyway, I hope this helps you guys. God bless you. Just remember, you're not alone. Literally, you're not alone. If this story resonated with you at all, I promise you, I'm not the only one that's gone through this. I'm not your guru, but this community is here for you because there's other people in this community that are going through similar things. So just remember that. I'm not here to be some sort of guru. I'm just willing to put it out there I'm just willing to have this conversation and combine faith spirituality and the paranormal into the cup supernatural podcast thank you for watching be sure and like comment subscribe I'm live every single day with this podcast it is live and raw as you heard today with the barking and the doors closing and all of the stuff it is live and raw every day but that's how you're going to get it so happy to do it and happy that I can do it that way and fit it into uh, my overall lifestyle as a creator. So thank you guys for allowing me to do this full time. Uh, I'm honored, blessed, and thank you, Father, for bringing me to this moment. Thank you guys for taking it to the next level. Every single day, you guys support me. You help this ministry grow and go to the next level. So I love you, thank you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.